This is Hannah. This is Rachel. And this is What I Like to Tell People. Hi, Rachel. Hello, Hannah. How was your week? It was good. I got to see you. How was yours? Yes. You didn't do anything else? You just saw me? Oh, I don't even know what I did. What did I do <laughs> this week? <laughs> I worked three days in a row. Um, and then I was dressed you up. You went to home. an art exhibit. Oh, is oh, that what you're about to say? Oh, yeah, okay. that's right. I did. I went to an art exhibit at um, uh, Hirschhorn and then also saw the good news is I had a few more minutes. Uh, and I went to the National Gallery and I got to see Alma Thomas, one of my favorite artists. So that was really cool that she was out right now. So, and the uh, Yuka, I can never pronounce her name, is extended until the spring. So I'd like to take you, by the way, because it's a really cool light one. So mm -hmm. I want to take you. Yeah. So I think we'll have to go to that. Um, yeah. But other than that, yeah, man, you remember my stuff more than I remember. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> How was your week? That was good. So we celebrated Halloween last night. Halloween. I think it's what we said that way. We have a Halloween episode. If people want to go back to season one, we did fun facts about Halloween back in the day. I'll, uh, I'll post yes. that too. Yeah. 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 Tomorrow. And um, yeah, I'll try to remember to link it to this episode. But we just finished. Oh, my week. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, <laughs> I, I was a maid of honor, which I mentioned in the last episode, mm -hmm. which we recorded way before. So my friend, yeah, finally, she got married. Um, and so I did that and I cried through the ceremony and I cried through my speech, but I got it together. I think enough that people understood what I was saying for my speech. But um, as many people may know, uh, her mom passed away. If, if yeah. people know who she is, her mom passed away at the beginning of 2020. I always say that she was holding the glue together for, you know, the world. And then when she passed away, it like just went to crap. Yeah. Um, cause it was pre COVID. Well, COVID existed, but not, not like it was. And, uh, yeah. so it was really emotional cause they, uh, her brother actually carried some hydrangeas down the aisle, um, like instead of walk, you know, when it, in place of walking the mother of the bride down and put them in chair, in her chair where she would be sitting. And her dad still said, you know, who get, you know, when they asked who gives, right away, he still said, you know, her mother and I, and it was just like really emotional and, um, it, it was a very exhausting weekend and just, I'm still trying to catch up, but, huh? It just sounds it too. And then, um, when we were, uh, I, you were talking about it some last night at our Halloween uh, thing because I overheard, it's just, it's, um, it's really emotional. It's just really beautiful though. At the same time that, you know, you have all these people that were cherishing her during it. So I think. Yeah. 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 She was definitely not <laughs> forgotten in this yeah. moment. <laughs> Which and is I have really, to, you know, amazing. And I have to say, um, you looked beautiful and so did everything. So great oh, yeah. job, she by the definitely way. Looked, huh? <laughs> great job, by the way. I think oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I, am, I am not a makeup person or anything. So. Well, you don't yeah. need it. You're naturally. But anyways, uh, like makeup is just fun anyways. But so. Uh, yeah. The funny thing is, so I like bought some makeup and – 
uh, that I didn't have to do it. And I was like sitting with one of her bridesmaids who does makeup. And I was like asking her like, okay, you've got to make sure I'm doing this right. And I do it. And I did it. I put powder on and not foundation. I put powder on like it was the foundation. Oh, And I was like, I was like, Carly, like you, you didn't, I was like, how did you let me do this? And now, and I'm like, I'll try to, I'll try to fix it. Like how to like do it. And she's like, I don't know. I think it looks great the way it is. I'm like, okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, I thought you looked great. It. Yeah. Because I remember with like the, my foundation, you know, I do like the, the powder afterwards. But yeah, I mean. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. But you know, but you can, but you can wet it a little. That's what um, Lexi, the or one guest that was on the show, you can like do that. So it's okay. So it's that's probably why it worked out was because the powder can get wet a little and it's not a big deal. So yeah, it's, yeah, it was it's fine. It's fine. You looked amazing. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was just, it was just funny. Cause I was like, I, I need someone to, you know, adult supervision and then I still mess it up. But you know. <laughs> I think she like laughed. Where were you? All right. I'm like, you're watching me and not a very good job. No, she's, she's really She's an amazing person too. But anyway, so we just interviewed Caleb Luther and he was originally in the band called Meet Me in the Matinee and he just released a single EP uh, called Caleb on the phone at an art exhibit. And I have never met him until this interview, but we have been Facebook friends for um, like almost 10 years, which we discussed during the interview and um yeah so and i really i like his music i think it's you know really cool and that he kind of does that on his own i think so too and i think i believe you guys will enjoy this episode hello everyone we are here with caleb luther he is from logan west virginia so near where i'm from this is the first time we've actually met in person but we've been facebook friends since 2013 so and i guess if it's not yeah if it's not on facebook it's not official. It sounds so like we're officially, yeah. So we're officially friends if we're Facebook friends, even yeah. though I've never met you. But I like added you, or you added me. I probably added you. I don't know um, because you were in a band and still are in a band called Meet Me in the Matinee. And um, I think my brother was friends with Chris, and Chris oh. was in photography and added me because my minor was photography, mm-hmm. and then. That's how I found out about you guys. Because did he play Magic to Gathering? I was trying to like remember. He he might have. Uh, I don't know. I really I like. Know. I mean, I know I know I've known him for several years, and I've never heard him talk about Magic. To so Gathering, maybe but. not. I don't. But I'm pretty sure Chris knew my brother through something. Who's your brother? He, my brother is Adam Vickers. Okay, I I don't think I know him. Yeah, uh, he's into he wrestling might, I mean, right now. So um, okay. yeah, a Dick Vickers is his wrestling. Uh, All right pseudonym is that the but anyway yeah so um i have been following you and mostly i know you as the person that is like rate this movie or rate this candy you know like skittles is a thumbs up reese's is a heart and things like that and i always like do those things and then i never follow through and i never get to see the results or if you post (laughs) them i'm like I, I do all the the voting. Yeah, that's the uh, like that's the downfall because the a lot of the matchups get like a lot of votes, but then whenever I actually post the actual like winner, 
it usually gets like 10 likes or 12 likes. So like the journey is a lot more fun than the actual like end result. <laughs> yeah, I never know the end result. I just yeah. like to think that, you know. You're not alone. It, it, it's me. Yeah. I, th- well, that's funny. The algorithm must do something that doesn't get it's it weird. out it's like there. They love, it's like they love pictures that have the, the thumbs up button in the heart. But then whenever you actually post the winner, it's like the algorithm's like, nope. <laughs> Maybe you should post the winner in yeah. the post, the original post. What is it? Maybe the winner should go in the original post. Maybe. I usually do. I usually uh, go to the, if it's like a championship matchup, I'll go and edit it. Like whenever the winner actually wins and be like, this person wins. But then people will keep keep voting on it. <laughs> like, well, they didn't read the status. <laughs> this, this, this Reese's Cup has already won this matchup. So uh, Yeah. Well, it, it, it's it's a fun little thing. So how did you get started on that? I know that has nothing to do with your music. but I think like I had like me and my friends, they saw like somebody do it on ESPN. Like, but they it was, it was like uh, it was with sports. So then we started doing it t- together. There was like three or four of us. And uh, I think the, one of the first ones we did was was best rock band. And it was very controversial. Whatever we did, it was like 2011. So I've been doing it since around that time. And uh, oh, I remember in so the first round, so before we became journey- friends, yeah, yeah. In the first round, the journey, the band Journey beat the Beatles in the first round. And it was a big, <laughs> there was a big uproar about that. And I, I was with that uproar. I did not agree with that. But uh, over the years, I learned how to like improve it and like learning how to put like the thumbs up in the heart so that people can vote easier. Because before they had to type in. And like you know, people are generally lazy, and I understand that. <laughs> so it's just easier for them to hit a button instead of just typing in their vote. So yeah. after I figured that out, it became a lot easier, and a lot, lot more people started to vote. So yeah, I've been doing it for over over a decade. I'm probably not going to stop. <laughs> That's so crazy. So going back to your original band, Meet Me in the Matinee, and then we can kind of talk about because you just recently dropped an EP called Caleb on the phone at an art museum exhibit. Yes. Correct. Yes. Oh God, we'd kill you at my freaking museum. (laughs) No, we seriously, we we'd make you go on the bridge. (laughs) Oh, if he was on his phone. Oh yeah. No. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's very. Anyway, circling back. That's fine. Yes. So, how did you get started with your band? Because you were in high school, right? Yeah. Because I think we're the same age. Did you graduate in two thousand eight or? Yeah. Yeah, I'm 32. About turning 33 in January. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we all are the same. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, I started playing uh, towards the end of my senior year, me and my friend Nathan Bush, uh, who, who just he passed away last year. But, I uh, saw that and I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. Uh, but we, we started playing and uh, like we weren't necessarily good. Now I've been playing guitar for like four or five years. So I was decent. He had just started to play drums and uh, we, we, we got a, uh, one of our friends to play bass. Not, not a very experienced bass player, but we were just having fun. And uh, we had a senior lock-in in May. It was like the last day of our school year before graduation. And uh, we got to play our first show at the senior lock-in in the Little Theater. And by, by, no, by, no ca- by all counts, we were terrible. We were not good. But for our peers and our friends, they loved it. Because <laughs> like, they'd never seen us play before. And like, we just played like covers, like Green Day covers and Jimmy Eat World covers. Not very good. But then uh, we started to get a little bit more serious about it later on in the year. And we went, went to college. Luckily, we went to college in Logan at our local college. So we started recording a, a demo, I think, January of next year. And uh, also not very good. <laughs> but it was just us having fun. And uh, eventually, you know, we, we found we found Chris, Chris Workman, our bass player. And uh, we started to become a lot better whenever we 
we started to have a lot more chemistry. We started actually playing like bar shows and and playing with like bands. We were playing with like metal bands, even though we're not a metal band. And uh, yeah, I'd say from 2009 on, uh, we just gradually got better. And uh, I met uh, another person that ended up playing bass for us, which was Josh Brown. Uh, we went through several bass players because Chris eventually moved to guitar. Uh, but yeah, Josh Brown uh, joined our band on on keyboard, then moved to bass, and uh, we just played show like several shows a year. Like I would say, nearly like a hundred shows a year. Any show that we could get on, we would play. And several recordings. Uh, some of them aren't that good. Some of them I think are really good. Uh, but yeah, that, that's how we started. But that's amazing that you recorded all of that, and it, like in, some might not be good, but some might be yeah. might be. But that's a memory, and you have oh, yeah. all of these recordings, so it's really freaking cool. That's really yeah, we, awesome. we, lo- we love those early demos. We were yeah. just throw- we were throwing everything at the wall. It was just me and Nathan, so I was recording guitar and bass and all these right. other things. We were just trying to make it as difficult as possible, as <laughs> one does in that industry oh, or really? any industry, like what we do at the podcast. Yeah. We were not. We, we had to learn to be like, oh, okay, maybe this song doesn't need this thing. We can just simplify this and make it an actual good song. That's what I do with things. Like I can make it so simple, right? And then you're like, yeah. no, no, no. Let's just continue adding this to make it even more complicated. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go back to stage one. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's really awesome, though, that you still have all of those too, because then you could go back to it. And if you ever wanted to take these crappy songs, maybe turn it into something for later on in your other bit. And oh, I've, done, I've already done that. I've I love that. it, man. I do love these, it. like, I, t- I take an old song, they're like, I think only like 15 people ever heard this song. So I'm going to steal this one part that I think is cool and add it into one of my songs now. <laughs> cool. See, see, yeah. it's like a little backup thing, a little yeah. archive. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm just copywriting myself, so I'm not going to get in trouble. So. Nope. Yep. You're good. <laughs> Can't see yourself. Yeah. So how did you get started on doing your own thing? Well, in, t- in 2018, we, we stopped playing as a band, basically. Like, you know, I think in 2019, we kind of got back together and played a little bit, but uh, not, we didn't really play out. But I started recording some of my own stuff in 2019 because I got like a, an audio interface. I got a good microphone. I've got just a setup in my room. So I was just recording basically bedroom pop, bedroom rock. Is, I guess it's a genre now. And mm-hmm. I also start off not good. <laughs> not good with that either. It was very, it was very lo-fi. And uh, I, I put out like a an EP in like spring of 2019. Uh, you, you can only stream it on Bandcamp, and uh, it's got a it's got a couple good songs, but like the the quality isn't great. <laughs> but uh, honestly, what what really sparked it was the pandemic. In March of 2020, I was bored. I couldn't. My, all my work was was remote because I worked inside of a school. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna have to record stuff and, and try to get better. So I just started recording nonstop. Uh, gradually got better. Later that year, uh, I decided that uh, I was actually going to try to like incorporate drums into the song because before it was just like guitar, acoustic guitar, and vocal. Then I said, like, I can I can sample drums, like tons of artists sample drums. I don't I don't play drums, but I can find drums online and sample them and mix right. them up. So then I started just to make rock music again, like I did in the, in the band. So that's basically what I've been doing, and just trying to learn as much and like watching videos and like picking up from things that I learned from recording with like producers that I had. In, in Meet Me in the Matinee for years, just picking up all that stuff and getting better at it gradually. And uh, I think some of my newer stuff, uh, I'm actually pretty proud of it compared to some of the earlier stuff. I'm like, that was a little rough. <laughs> Not very yeah. good. That's how it goes when you start something new. Right. It's always a process to get to uh, 
to get a little bit better and progress a little bit. Well, you keep learning and striving yeah. just like what you're doing right now with all the videos and all that. And you're seeing, oh man, I could up that even more. And maybe it'll re-release the older stuff again. Who knows with something yeah. even more epic. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, you'll have to listen back. We, um, Rachel's friend Dan, he does a lot with like artists and stuff, and so I feel like there could be. Oh, awesome! Um, um yeah. yeah, so we, uh, I work with uh, them for album covers, and we do a lot of uh, art. And he does um, Danny BH tapes. He has two bands he's in, so you guys should definitely connect to like even if you wanted to do a show sometime because he connects with all like all over with bands, so it's really cool, and they yeah, do shows cool. a lot. So that he's a really cool guy to talk to, and he does yeah. drums. You have to come. So you could talk to him about drums. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about your actual drummer. real drums in my music. So he's yeah. a freaking amazing drummer too. And this guy had cut his finger a little too when he was trying to cut up something for his old dog, and mm -hmm. he still was playing the drum like this at a show. And I was like, yeah. "You're a fucking trooper, dude." Wow. What's his name? Dan Abh. And then oh. if you follow us on. Um, Instagram, you could find him along with Flower Bomb, ABH Tapes, and Dear Dar Daria is his other band. But he's so good at drums. Nice. <laughs> so. yeah, I'll, have to, I'll, have to, I'll have to find him. Yeah. Because he would totally hit, uh, work with you and maybe record something. He does that with a lot of people. And he makes awesome. tapes, yeah. like actual yep. like old school cassettes, tapes. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah, he um, gets all these people together because I actually do the covers for them and he gets all these people together and creates albums. So as Hannah was saying with the cassettes, one of them was with like the nineties and two thousands. So they did covers, they would be like different types. And then they had another one that had to do with something else, but it just gets all these different bands that you want to normally have do stuff together and create something cool for a cassette tape. That's like a classic thing. That's awesome. Yeah, so then you could be a part of it. That's what I'm getting at. That's what's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, moving we're along. We're bringing people together. We are yeah. now music. Um, uh, we're spotting talent. No, um, I can't think yeah, of that. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going back. <laughs> yeah, going back to your EP, I should have written down, is it seven songs? I'm trying to remember. Six. Six, Six. I'm sorry. I added a song for you, but um, one I, I think, more work. Yeah, so I was I I've listened to it and then I re-listened to it this morning so I could have it like fresh. And I really like happiness because I feel like it's actually not happy. It's a little sad. And then yeah. I like 33 maybe because I'm 33. But you said and I should have written this down um, that the one was the most streamed, which I really did like the um, let me look back at what it was called. Herbal tea is your most streamed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't. I, know, <laughs> not, I love it, but it's a uh, yeah. It's like it's like it's like nearly six minutes long. It's like a experimental like jazz rock jazz. Well, that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it, it, like I'm glad that it's getting a lot of streams. I really liked it. I, I like that song a lot. But yeah, H Happiness and Thirty Three are my favorite songs. Uh, I guess because they're just sad. They're just generally sad, and I'm like, yeah. Well, that's right. Like, songs are like that too. The sad yeah. ones are always like the greatest. Yeah. I also yeah. just like I, I sometimes I just like a good acoustic sounding song with like a little a lot of like atmosphere to them because I put a lot of like synthesizer stuff in the background in those songs. So yeah, yeah. I like the songs. Those songs are like the second and third least stream songs. Which is yeah. Really, the I'm ones that, that I like. Tea, I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, Hannah, tea. you have really good taste. Ignore everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I really, I really liked happiness and 33. And I thought maybe I had just like 33 because, you know, that's the stage of life I'm in. Yeah. Um, 
So. That's what that's why I wrote. I wrote because I'm I'm turning 33 in January. I basically You're just like wrote Taylor about Swift everybody with the ages. <laughs> I wrote I wrote about everybody that I know in that in that age range because it's sort of like a I want I don't want to call it an anthem because it's too depressing to be an anthem. But it's basically just about a it's like being at this, this age in your in your 30s and how things aren't initially exactly how you thought it would be at this age. But uh, mm-hmm. I think there's some positivity to it. You know, I like to I don't like to like make something all positive or all negative. I like to sprinkle in different ideas because that's kind of how life and day to day life is. It's not all bad, yeah. but it's not all good. Well, that's what's cool about albums, too, because it's like they already tell a story with the songs, but how you mm-hmm. set up the album song order will like kind of have you flow back into basically life like with this album pep from lights like she starts out where it's um about like basically uh going back home and then it goes throughout her whole theme and then it circles back to well you're ending that we're staying the same and then we're and it's cool it's just like a whole circle of life and it's cool to have that and the meaning of songs and doing it in order so that is cool the uh, sequencing on an album is everything yeah uh, yeah, exactly. Probably. That's why you need that. So. so do you have like a band or anything that you like get inspiration from? Yeah. I don't know. Like it's a constant through all my music career is a, a solo artist called Elliot Smith. Uh, a lot, a lot of, a lot of the sadness and melancholy that comes out of some of my music comes from him, but I also think he was a genius in songwriting and like song structure and just unique guitar layers. Uh, but on this new on this new stuff, uh, aside from him, I was listening to a lot of more psychedelic Beach Boys from the 70s, from like the late '60s, early '70s, uh, because uh, I, I just really love their vocal layers and stuff like yeah. that. So I took a lot of inspiration from Brian Wilson's vocal uh, or- or- orchestration and stuff like that. Uh, other than that, I don't know. Like I just I just listen to stuff sometimes, and I. I'll subconsciously probably pick up on stuff. Anything that I listen to at any given time, I'll pick up on it. And like later, I'll be like, oh, I kind of ripped that off. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, it's just a compliment. <laughs> I mean, like, that's how, like, there's so much, all the music that's ever been made has been made, kind of. Like, so, like, everybody's kind of got to rip each other off at this point, And I don't, there's really nothing wrong with it. Unless it's just blatantly ripping off another artist. Which I don't think I'm. I'm and doing you could that. always change it to your own, anyways. Even if yeah. like it is pretty much the same, you could always change it to your own, especially with your own tone, your own personality. With and it will always make it change a little differently, anyways. So. Absolutely, yeah. So right now you're doing some shows. I saw that you had a show in Logan, fairly recent, right? Like October yeah. twenty something. Twenty. I did a show last weekend in Logan uh, at our local uh, coffee shop, Hot Cup. It was their first show since the pandemic had oh wow happened, so. So how was that it, it was really good uh, i was concerned about turnout because they, they usually mm-hmm. don't they usually don't do shows in october because there's so much halloween stuff going on and you uh, know it's hard to draw a crowd but they sat out 20 25 chairs and that's a small little environment and every chair was filled up wow. and uh, i was i was pleased with that I, I was i was happy to play i don't play <laughs> that often i've only played three times in the past year uh i played it at the loud in huntington which is formerly the V Club. In yes, I know, and I wish that it. We we've talked about we that. We didn't on the talk podcast. about this too. We talked about this. Right? Yes, I do not like the name. I'm very open that I do not like their new name. Here, what, here. Why is it named that again? Do we know why? They, well, they shut. I don't. They uh, they they shut down at the beginning of the pandemic, and they decided to like sort of rebrand. 
which is a really good rebrand. The venue is better. It's a better venue for music now because there was a big bar in the middle of the venue that like, kind of like took up a lot of space and they yeah, kind of moved did. that to the side. And you had to kind of sit either back and you couldn't yeah. see if you were back there. So it's, yeah. it's honestly a better place for music, but I know I, some people don't like the name The Loud. <laughs> I did I, I did like the name V Club more, but... Uh, I, I mean, like the V Club more. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's it kind I, of I, condescending, like, oh, The Loud, because they're so loud, like, you know... Yeah. You're so angry at it. You're like, this is so mean, this name. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know who named it. it you. But if they had asked me originally, and uh, my friend Morgan, she listens to it. We used to go to the V Club all the time in college. That was like, I never went like clubbing, but I went because I went to Marshall. So I would go to the V Club yeah. quite a bit for different things. And they had that, do they still have like that nice outdoor area? Yeah. Like it's it's a super nice place and it, like it's even better than it was when it was the V Club, but it is unfortunately it's not called the V Club. It's just so silly when people change. It's like can't you just think on the name? You don't have to change it right then and there. Just think on it while you redo it. Maybe and then it should be the L go. Club. That sounds yeah. better. The L Club, yeah. yeah so we voted for. But. We played whenever I played to Meet Me in the Matinee. We played at the V Club like a lot of times. Uh, uh, we played with like Hawthorne mm-hmm. Heights. At the v Club. <gasps> Uh, yeah, so, so you that got was, to meet them. Cool. What oh, is it? but you got to meet them. I, I, honestly, they 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 didn't hang around much. They they kind of just okay. showed up whenever they were playing. I guess they were back in the in the back room. Uh, but uh, I mean, I they, got to, uh, I got to watch them were... play like, up front. But uh, I I didn't really get to meet them though. Yeah. Their last show was at the nine thirty club before they stopped for a while because that's where their I think drummer actually died was right there and all. So they actually broke up as a band. For a while. Yeah. So that's why no one heard of them for a long time. So if you didn't hear of them for a while, it's because that the drummer passed away right there at the 930. Like during the show? Not during the show, but like right like afterwards or something. And they were like, well, we can't do this. We're canceling our tour. Traumatized. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. It's awful. It's awful but Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 930 Club makes memories, apparently. Yeah. Well, on a lighter note, that's Let's really do cool that. that you <laughs> that you got to play with them. Did you ever play at High Amp, or was that before your time? That might have it, was, been it was just right before my time. Yeah, because uh, I never, unfortunately, my brother used to go to High Amp all the time, and um, I knew like some people that ran it. But as a Rachel, the High Amp was actually a like teenage ran music venue or oh, like college, cool. like early twenty, like they were young people. And they mm-hmm. like, and it was this big, and they, it was a big thing, and then it just kind of fizzled. But that sounds like a cool thing to have, though. Yeah, I think they got back whenever they were at their peak. I believe, I believe Paramore came there. Oh, uh, Paramore's like huge again now. Uh, that is of- hilarious, too, because I only knew her through a uh, warp tour. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a lot of bands that came through there, but I was like in ninth and tenth grade, and I, I couldn't go. Yeah, <laughs> but me there was a lot too. of my favorite I bands like- that came through there, so I didn't get to see them. Uh, and then they kind of it stopped being a venue by the time I started to play music. Yeah, I think actually we were in middle school when they started because my brother, I think, was yeah. in high school and he would go all the time. And then, yeah, by the time I became of age to to go, that my mom felt comfortable with me going all the way to Huntington. It was like over. Yeah. Of course, I always happened. I didn't go to a show until I was like 18 years old. So I was like way yeah. behind. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I mean... Yeah. So, but anyway, um, <laughs> going, going back. So, do you plan on doing more shows, even though, like, in twenty twenty three? Oh, that sounds so weird. But 
I'd like to, because uh, I mean, I've had had nothing but positive stuff to say about the shows that I played this year. Like earlier this year, I work at at Logan High School and Logan Middle School and just the schools in Logan in general. And they asked me to play at some festival that they had oh. like in the evening. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it's like of course. Like this is a new audience for me. They've never seen me play. So obviously, I played like covers that everybody would know, like Beatles and Foo Fighters. But even that was a lot of fun. I didn't play any of my solo stuff, but yeah, I'd love to play more shows. Uh, at the show last week at, at Hot Cup, I had uh, uh, my friend and former bass player meet, meet me in the matinee, play some songs with me uh, on bass. Oh, and uh, I would love to play out and, and, and have him play with me. Uh, and if we can find more people that would want to play with me, that'd be cool. If it's just me alone playing acoustic, that's also cool. I just like playing music in front of people. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, you do a coffee shop tour. Yeah, you I mean, should just come to DC and play with Dan and them. Hey, I'll do it. You, you, you got, and then we all can hang out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seriously. I have a drummer. Yeah. I was going to ask something and now I have no. Oh, do you have, are you still, so you're still writing music and you still want to like put more music out after this yeah. EP? Yeah, every time I release something, I never expect many streams. Uh, I haven't got like that many streams on this new stuff, but it, it, it's not necessarily about that. Uh, as long as there's some people that like it and I like it, that's all I, that all matters to me. But every time I put out something, I'm like, I'm going to take a huge break and not record anything. But then probably about a week ago, I started to write new stuff. I was like, well, like if I got to write stuff, I got to write stuff. That's how it is. And I'll probably wait a little bit before I record uh, new stuff. Cause I, I like, like I said, I'd like to incorporate like maybe like an actual drummer and maybe bring more people. Cause it's just been me doing this stuff for, which is amazing though. So. Yeah. I, I, like I, I, I'd love to include more people. I, I just want it to feel more organic and more uh, collaborative. Uh, Cause I mean, recording by yourself is, is easy and it's a, uh, you know, but less like, like, Oh, you're doing this wrong or we well, should do this better. And, yeah. Yeah. It's like critiques, you know, because that's why I like art critiques when I had that was because I could actually see someone be like, hey, you should maybe take a look at a crop this way instead or maybe put the purple behind there. Because if you have other sets of eyes, too, even though like you love it and stuff, maybe someone has even a cooler idea that might help with it. I I need someone to check me, honestly. Check you? (laughs) Even before even before I, I even before I like release music, I'll be like. I'll send out some of the songs to people that I know will, will tell me stuff. I'm like, yeah. tell me if something needs to change on this. And they usually don't. I'm like, come on, there's gotta be something like, there's gotta be something I need to change. And I'd like to have more people like that to, to, to help right. me make, to be make honest. music better than what it is. But yeah. the cool part is though, even though you don't have that right now, look at how much you have achieved and grown on your own too. So it's cool that you're now going to branch out with that more now that, that the pandemic and all that, you know, is not that it's over, but you can talk to people yeah. more and reach and go and meet them. So. Yeah. so I did see, I know what I was going to ask you. I did see when I was like, looking go. at some stuff is that you are pretty big on TikTok. You have like some videos of where you're like rating shows and like doing all kinds of stuff. So how did you get started on I mean, that? I just saw it right before talking yeah, it's, and it's then crazy. I followed you. It's, stu- it's stupid. I don't understand it. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I, I just started doing uh, <laughs> you don't I just started doing like, like here's the, here's what, here's what sucks in life is that whenever you do something that takes a lot of work and effort, it's like, oh, that's going to get like 300 views. But whenever I literally just read off a list of like my top 10 favorite TV shows, it might get 80,000 views on TikTok. And, uh, and that's what I do. It's, it's like a niche, I guess. I don't know, but I just do like, I just do like, like 
countdowns, like top 10 lists or whatever. And uh, obviously, whenever you put your opinion on something, uh, there's going to be a lot of like a hatred in the comments. But for the most part, it's pretty positive. And I've, I've got, uh, I don't know, like 8,000 followers, but I have some videos with like, like 185,000 views or something like that. I don't know. It's... It, it, and I'll go like a month without making a TikTok, honestly. <laughs> I'll go like months. Because like, I just don't care about it. But then I'm like, maybe I'll do this and get get an easy 20,000 views on this <laughs> on this very simplistic list. But then whenever I put out something that like is my music, yeah, it might well, get a thousand you, views. <laughs> do you ever put your music as the sound under you? Yeah. So that way they yeah. like your music can kind of get out there. I've, I've done, I did that recently with, with some of uh, the songs on the new EP. I put out like a, apart from like herbal tea because it, all that stuff is that that music is on tiktok because i the distribution and stuff is there so i'll just put i put out like it's streaming now then put like a 15 second clip of the song and like a, the, the the feedback i've gotten on tiktok for my music while not a lot has all has been positive and that's always good to hear positive things from people that you don't know at all but <laughs> i was thinking no to get since you know you get like 100k on a video like you when you are rating a show use your music as the background i should i should do that uh and then that way people will hear it yeah. while they're you know you get more reach you know? yeah that's so good like yeah have it little subtly right i didn't there. even think about that. i didn't even think about that because usually i'll use like a song that's used in a, sh a tv show or a movie yeah that no start using your no stuff. no i can use, use my sound stuff. yeah yeah, I'll start. I'll do Hannah that. Hannah told week. me to do that with my art stuff. She's like, no, start using your stuff. Like, don't use others. You already have all of this stuff. Use yours, and then it brands you. That's a good That's idea. Yeah, actually, I didn't think. I, I, I didn't think, think about how many ears are on it, and they don't yeah. even realize it. I, wish I could. I have a. Uh, I have a video that's uh, the top ten sitcoms of the twenty first century, and it's it's got the most views. It's got like a crazy. Yeah, amount of I views. actually just watched that this morning. <laughs> oh, I need to watch that. <laughs> it's a controversial video, but uh, I wish I, I could go back. Controversial. Yeah, because I have I have like a show on there that's not necessarily a sitcom, <laughs> but I put it on. Like I don't know if you've ever the watched reality Nathan show one. Nathan for you, yeah, because because in my <laughs> mind that show is scripted and like none of it's real, but it's hilarious and I love it. So I've by never watched it. What's it on? It's probably it's probably on, I think it's on HBO Max and Paramount Plus because it was on Comedy Central. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's 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 hilarious, and uh, so I count it as a sitcom just because it's it's funny. And people are like, "That's not a sitcom, Caleb." I was like, "You know what? I don't care. I'm getting a lot of views. I don't care." <laughs> so yeah, I wish <laughs> well, it I doesn't matter. And, I wish I could go back and edit that video to add my my own sound in there, my music sound. Yes. Well, maybe. <laughs> Like next time next, next time. time next big yeah. Hit, I'll do that. yeah yeah like maybe do like another top 10 of something and like make it yeah i don't know i feel like though as you said like if you think it's gonna have a lot of views it's not so i never but, know yes yeah, yeah. so, but just keep using your music like from now on never use another just do any of your clips you have a billion songs just use your own music and it will yeah. be awesome <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll do. Thank you. I'll do that. Yeah. And I did see a lot of times you do like live videos or like you re you do videos of you recording like you did a Sunday morning song, and um, which I don't know is that I don't know who was that an original or was that somebody's that that was the Velvet Underground uh, oh, okay. Velvet Underground. Yeah. Oh, I 
haven't heard them for a while. Yeah, that was that a solid really covers every once in a while. It just depends on how lazy I am. Oh, I'm gonna have to listen to that one. Huh, you have it's somewhere. somewhere. It's it's a. I guess it's on YouTube and on my Facebook. And okay, I put a clip on of it on TikTok. I try to put it everywhere. Like a, if I can just put like a clip on something, I'll try to put it on all of my social medias. Okay. But yeah, I think the whole entire oh. thing is on YouTube. Oh, good. So I yeah. could just say that. That's easy. That's yeah. Yeah, there's so many different uh, forms of like medium forms yeah. now these days to get all your your stuff out there. <laughs> it's nuts. I mean, and then the algorithm, you're just like, well, this one's fudged because you never you, know. <laughs> YouTube used to be my favorite because I would right. make videos. I would make videos on YouTube, and uh, I'd get I'd get a pretty good amount of views. But honestly, I don't get anything on YouTube anymore. Really? Like so I've mostly I've mostly transitioned to TikTok. It's just I guess what I do just translates. It's funny. You know, but that's funny because people get paid a lot, though, on YouTube where all the views and stuff because of the, um, what's it called, the uh, commercials. Yeah. So that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, you oh. can monetize the videos. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I think on TikTok, you can't, you can't monetize or, or make money till you reach 10,000 followers. Yeah. And then if you have ads on YouTube and all of that, I don't yeah. know. It's, I don't know why, but that's how come they're so successful still. I mean, because they're all of them are so successful, but for some reason, even though it's not as many views, they're still paid, the most paid and the most in the stock market right now is for some reason YouTube. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't I know why. if it's the demographic, though, because like my mm. dad, he watches YouTube quite a bit and he's not going to be watching your videos. So yeah, it's like the too. people that may be watching, you know, like are on different things. It's an older group of people now on YouTube. Exactly. And then like, it depends on the subject matter, as you were saying, with, and also the demographic, because who knows if say I was watching archeological stuff, I might not ever discover yours, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. My, my dad likes to watch people building a cabin alone in the woods, no sound. And all this. you hear is them building. It's the weirdest Thing. Why the and he just fuck do I love him it. even more now? Like, <laughs> like I already loved him for his videos, but this, yeah, yeah he calls it his porn. But anyway, um, he always says, <laughs> and I'm even porn. more in love with him. What is happening? <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Enough about enough about that. I may not include that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I know we only have like a couple. What do you do at Logan High School? May I ask? If you don't want this in the show, I don't have to include it. But that's fine. Uh, I work. Uh, I work for a nonprofit uh, based out of Charleston, West Virginia, called Step by Step, and they help. Uh, okay. They help kids in the schools that are, uh, you know, maybe don't have it as as well as some other kids, and uh, that's in. They have that in Charleston and Kanawha County, and they have it in Logan County. We should and, interview uh, them. So I, mm -hmm. so I, I work, I work for them, but I, I get, I get paid through AmeriCorps. Uh, oh. So I'm, I'm a, I'm a Vista for Logan Middle School and Logan High School, and I just try to find resources for, uh, for the teachers that we have in our program that are, that are mentors, and they mentor the kids and stuff. And uh, I've been with them for three years, but just started doing this in January, this new, this new job for them. So. Yeah. yeah. And how, and you like it? Yeah, I like it. I like the people that I work with too. So. That's great. And then you kind of intertwine the music because you said you kind of play covers for them too, or is that something? I, I they whenever the uh, it was the Spanish teacher at Logan High School asked me if I would play at their their festival that they were doing. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, I invited like my co my coworkers and people, my peers, and they came and watched me play, and 
we, we stayed at the festival. It was a good time. So yeah, I played covers and that was the first time they had ever seen me play music. So I don't, I don't know if they knew that I played music before that. <laughs> oh, well, that's really cool. Yeah. So. It was, it was neat. Yeah. Let's take a short break and talk about sweater weather. Or hoodie weather. We have hoodies people can purchase on our website, www.whatidliketotellpeople.com. And make sure when you order your hoodie or merch to use our listener code telling people to receive 15% off found in our episode notes. Now back to our show. Caleb, what would you like to tell people? Well, I'd like to tell people that uh, that music is is cool and it's fun, and it's something that uh, not just music, just anything in general that you have a, a an interest in. Because uh, I I had lots of interests when I was a kid, and music was seemed to be the one that I picked up on the most. And, uh, and I just worked really hard. And uh, if there's something that you want to do, uh, you should probably try to do it. You know, you'll know within the first four or five months if this is something that you're going to love or something that you're going to hate or something that you're going to drag along with you for the rest of your life. And by dragging along, I don't mean that as a negative. I just mean it as a, something that, you know, is going to stick with you for the rest of your life. And uh, it's something that has stuck with me through my whole entire life. And I've met a lot of really amazing friends and people that I didn't think I'd ever meet playing music. And uh, I've done a lot of really cool things. And uh, it's important that, that people have something that they can do. You know, this isn't a job for me. I don't, I don't really get paid much money, if any at all. But it's a it's a it's a cool thing to have in your life, you know. Like this podcast is a cool thing to have. Uh, there's, there's some there's always got to be something cool to have in your life, something to look forward to, right? Because if not, then everything just kind of sucks, right? So yeah, uh, do the things that you want to do because it's it's important to have fun things to look forward to, and uh, it has been a, a huge part of my life, and I've 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 loved it. And I can I can't wait to continue doing cool stuff like this and. That's what I. That's what I'd like to tell people. And my music, obviously, my music. You can stream it anywhere. You can stream it, Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, new EP is called Caleb on his phone at an art exhibit, uh, and it's a picture of me on my phone at an art exhibit. Is the art is the artwork <laughs> in black and white. And uh, I'm not actually at an art exhibit. I'm actually at a library that kind of looks like an art exhibit. Because I would never, I would never get on my phone at an art exhibit. That's crazy. But that's the name of the EP. Is kind of a joke. You can listen to it anywhere. Uh, I, I like it, and uh, I hope I hope you listen to it. And I realize we never asked you, how did you come up with that name? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I actually was at an art exhibit earlier in the year in, at Huntington because uh, my friend my friend had some uh, some photography on display at at uh, one of her shows that they were doing. So we went, and uh, it was a big thing. There was a lot of people there, and we went to like a, a side area to where you can just relax, and there's no art at all. And I I was on my phone. I got on my phone. And my friend took a picture of me while I was on my phone. And I looked at him like like I was mad, and we I posted it on on Facebook and captioned it, "Caleb on his phone at an art exhibit." <laughs> it was, it, it, people got a big laugh out of it, and somebody said, "You should." Somebody, somebody said, one of my friends said, "You should make that the name of your next album." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Well, it's like we need to recreate that picture, get a better picture, and, and find a, a cooler place to take the picture." And uh, we just went to the Charleston uh, Library which a place where you're not allowed to take pictures at all. Cause we got that picture. And then the second we got that picture in the security guard was like, you can't take pictures here. You have to leave. I was like, well, we got the picture. Really? Let's leave. So huh. that's how it just started as a joke. And, and it I wonder why good. you can't take pictures at a library. Just they said, they like said we needed permission or something. I was like, like, we, I think we got all the pictures we need. Let's just leave. <laughs> so that's what we did. 
Interesting. Yeah. It was huh. weird. It, it put me in a it put me in a raw mood for the rest of the day. The good news <laughs> is, Caleb, you are allowed on your phone in our museum. We encourage photos besides in the Ratko room. Other than that, you're allowed on your phone. Just don't talk really fucking loud. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't I don't talk on my phone at all. Like I'm just. Oh. I'll just text her or something. I don't even like. Oh, we don't give a shit. Who talks on their phone these days? Much I don't. Less. T- I don't like. Uh, I don't we have on- been at the exhibit or at the museum a little too much, and a guy got mad at me because I told him that he was almost running into a painting while he was on his phone. Like, no, you, you, no, you did the right <laughs> thing. You got to get him off that phone. That's. <laughs> I can't stand talking on a phone. It's the worst thing ever. I can't imagine anything worse. <laughs> like I was just looking at him, like you're running into a Bernard. <laughs> I feel like that's almost equivalent to people talking on the phone, like in the bathroom, which I hate when they're like, "Hi, how are you?" and you're like, "Good." Are you are you talking to me? Like, and I, so there was, so I was at the Greenbrier once, and this woman started FaceTiming, I think, with her grandchildren while on the toilet. No, and I was like, "That is too much." Honestly, phones are phones are terrible in general. Like they if really I was if, if I didn't have like a crippling addiction to phones, <laughs> I wouldn't have one. But I'm I'm terribly addicted to my cell phone. But I don't like talking on it. Like let that be known. I do not like talking on it in public. I don't like talking on my phone in private. Don't like it. I'd rather just it's like take. <laughs> Sam, I am. I don't. You don't like it with a fox in a box with a hand. Like. Don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. I I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, well, that's good to know. So we'll have to see. I wonder what you'll do for your next title, like what you your friends will capture you. Um, just you know, maybe, disobeying. Maybe I'll make it more serious because the, the the content on the album is pretty serious, but the the cover and the name is super goofy. <laughs> I think that's yeah. what I was going for was to, like trick people into getting into this most depressing album ever made. But they have this 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 cover photo is pretty funny. <laughs> I but love in that. a way, it is a little bit kind of depressed. It's like you weren't enjoying the art around you. Yeah, like there's like that kind there's, of there's, there's some symbol. commentary there about it. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah. yeah. So there's kind of it's like it is kind of sad. Like you weren't living yeah. in the moment because you were on your phone. That, that is very true. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you could take it, you know, multiple uh, ways. But you'll have to let us know if you ever, you know, play a show in the area. Um, because we're in the DC area. I don't know Absolutely. if you knew that um, or not. And then you could also, if you want, um, I could connect you and Dan sometimes too, or whatever. You can contact him on your own. He's friendly as hell. So whatever you want, just so you have I'll, other I'll friends. You on Instagram and yeah. And yeah, but thank you so much. Yeah. I know it, I'm like a stranger reaching out, but I like felt like I know you just through your your post and I see that Google just ended, yeah. but that's okay. Um, yeah. But thank you for coming on and uh, being like willing to be interviewed about your music. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Hannah, what did you think about this episode? Well, I always have to say, you know, when someone's from West Virginia, I'm a little biased and he's actually from very close to where I'm from, Logan, just uh, right around the corner. Same with Charleston, actually. We're like in the between. But I've been following him, you know, since 2013 on social media, 
watching videos and watching that band uh, Meet Me in the Matinee for quite some time, you know, liking his rating videos and things like that. So it was really cool to actually hear uh, a little bit of a background to those things and kind of get to know him a little more than just what I see on social media, which is really cool of him to come on and talk about those things. And I really do like Caleb on his phone at the art exhibit and I think that people should take a listen to it. Uh, I really like, you know, the song Happiness and 33. And it was just, it was really good. Um, I I find it funny that those are the, the lead, those are his favorite <laughs> as well, but most people don't like them. And I'm like, maybe because we were kind of like in the same stage of our life, you know, we're both like, he's almost 33. I am 33. So maybe that's why, you know, I kind of connect to those um a little bit more than maybe the average listener. I don't know. But I can't wait to see what else he'll do. I hope he does connect, you know, with Dan and some other people that we've interviewed. I think that's really cool if they do, um, you know, collaborate uh, because we brought them together. So we'll see <laughs> if that happens or not. What did you think about this episode? As you know, for me, I am an honorary West Virginia student. <laughs> By now, I I decided it, you know, um, but yes. I and also, of course, music and art is my love. So anytime we have a musician on, I always get excited, as you know. So um, I just think it's really, 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 really cool that you knew him like way before that too, and I actually got to see like before all of this. I don't know how the to describe that. Yeah, the progression of it. So I thought that was really cool within itself. But also um, that over hundreds of songs, and then he he also just re-ups them and then takes pieces. And then what was nice is you gave him the idea to put some more clips into the uh, TikTok. So I mm-hmm. think you know he's gonna come. I I think Caleb is coming a long way, and I think he wears so many hats that. I think it's truly amazing. I know he says, oh, he needs to get other people too. And yeah, of course, but collaborate and do that. But just know that you doing it yourself is just amazing because that's actually what Lights did for the longest time. She did the synthesizer and then her own drums and all of that. So musicians doing that, it's that's truly remarkable because you really have to be determined and to be on yourself to get it done and do those parts. So I think that's really cool. So I hope he does, like you said, to uh round it out uh, go back um connect with uh dan and all of them and then maybe we'll see what happens with all of them because who knows like you said bringing them together how cool would that be and maybe put them on an episode even (laughs) yeah we're matchmakers yeah (laughs) yeah mm isn't that wasn't there something that was like maybe i'm making it up i don't know i started singing the mulan song Matchmaker, matchmaker, like, me in the matinee. They did something with all their M's. Maybe that's it. Uh, I, I don't, don't know. know. I do. I don't know. Either yeah. way. <laughs> so we don't have next week's episode recorded quite yet. We did have someone reach out. I'm not going to say the person just in case they don't show because we don't know them. Um, but they are a book author. So if you if they do record, we're recording on Tuesday of this week. So this mm-hmm. comes out on Thursday, so hopefully we already have it recorded by the time this episode comes out, but we 
you know, don't know right now. But hopefully that all works out and we have that person. If not, we'll have something else that will be really great in, you know, the yeah. the archives. Well, <laughs> what? You just go with you sure. just go with it. We have so many. Yeah. And like everyone was like I was not that this is the end of our episode, but I do have to say we're talking to the people at the museum. They were so impressed. Like they were like, you interviewed how many people? So we have plenty of uh, episodes for you guys, too. Yeah. Yeah. What I'd like to tell people is an independent podcast recorded and edited by us, Rachel and Hannah. Our theme song is written and recorded by Sean Price. Please like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can receive the latest episode. Also, rate and review our episodes so we can receive more listeners. Go to our website, www.whatidliketotellpeople.com. Find the link and more information in the episode notes. Until next week. And this was What I'd Like to Tell People.